and welcome to Thank You for Toilet Paper, a history of the little things. A podcast where we talk about a few things to be grateful for and the history and stories behind them. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miller. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get going. When I was a kid, there was a board game that I loved to play with my siblings, and it was called Hi-Ho Cherry-O. Basically, your task was to gather a bunch of plastic cherries from trees on the board and put them into your basket by spinning a wheel. Not a super complex game, but I loved it. Some of the neighbors in our area have two enormous cherry trees, and they were recently ripe for the picking. They happened to be super generous and invited everyone to come and take as many as they wanted before the bugs got to them. My mother and sister came home with beautiful bags of cherries, and I had some for lunch a little while ago, only to discover that, well, we were too late and the bugs had gotten to them. I immediately googled (laughs) to determine my fate and found that the bugs and the cherries were harmless, but I, like, still couldn't get myself to eat the rest of them. Maybe someday I'll try again, I just, like, won't look at what I'm eating. Regardless, though, my love for cherries remains. Now, we already know from our episode about ice pops that cherry is the most popular flavor for ice pops or popsicles. But what else can we learn about cherries? It's time to find out, as this week we'll be talking about a few of the reasons that we love cherries. Cherries are considered a stone fruit. This puts them in the same category as plums, peaches, nectarines, mangoes, lychees, olives, and more. Lychees, lychees, I have heard it so many ways. Someone please tell me what the right way is. I just really love the fruit. Basically, a fleshy fruit with a single hard seed in the center. That's a cherry. There are two main types of cherries. There are sweet cherries and sour cherries. Now, where did we first get the cherries? To answer that question, we look to Asia Minor and the land between the Caspian and Black Seas. Cherries likely spread from this area to Europe on the wings of birds, carrying and dropping seeds as they went. So that question from Monty Python, if you remember, what is the uh, airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow, would also be a relevant question for a cherry spreading, I guess. (laughs) A fun fact about cherry pits. We have found cherry pits in caves dating back to the Stone Age in Europe. The Greeks were the first to officially cultivate cherries, and the Romans picked it up from there. The name cherry actually comes from a Turkish town by the name of Saracis, and Turkey itself leads the world in cherry production. So it feels very right that the name cherries comes from Turkey. Cherries first made their way to the United States with colonists in 1629, and later came to California by way of Spanish missionaries. In 1847, cherries came west with a man on his way from Iowa to Oregon by the name of Henderson Llewelling, who brought the trees with him and planted them. His younger brother was actually responsible for creating the sweet Bing cherries that many of us eat today. They were named after Llewellyn's orchard foreman, a friend of his, named Bing. He also cultivated another type of cherry, which he named after President Lincoln. Lincoln cherries, since he admired the president that much. Rainier cherries are actually a cross between Bing and Van cherries and were named after Mount Rainier in Washington. And actually, if you're feeling like celebrating, National Rainier Cherry Day is on July 11th. The maraschino cherry originally came from northern Italy. Here, merchants would add liqueur to the cherries and sell them. These cherries came over to the United States in the 1890s, and by the 1920s, the liqueur had been replaced by almond oil. Today, California is the second highest producing state for cherries, behind Washington. Sweet cherries made their way west across the plains with pioneers. In California, the harvest of cherries starts in mid-April and ends in mid-June. Since we're talking about states, how about another fun fact about Kansas? At one point in Kansas, it was illegal to serve ice cream on a cherry pie. 
Now, I really, really, really want to know the story behind that law, and now I'm craving cherry pie. In the United States alone, you can find about 1,000 different varieties of cherries, but most of these are not commercially produced. In fact, there are only about 10 varieties of cherries that are produced commercially. So what about the production capacity of one cherry tree in those varieties? Well, the number of cherries one tree can produce is an impressive 7,000. In the United States, we back more than 300 million pounds of cherries. Aside from being delicious, I mean, that's debatable. I like them, so delicious. Cherries also have a few health benefits. They can help fight inflammation, fight diseases such as arthritis or gout, and they can even help our immune system. Cherries also have a fairly high antioxidant capacity. Their capacity exceeds that of strawberries, oranges, and raspberries combined. Cherries also have a lot of vitamins A, C, and B. Aside from health benefits, the cherry tree itself is quite beautiful. With cherry blossom season being a reason to celebrate, and especially popular in a number of places around the world. South Korea, Japan, Washington, D.C., Canada, Sweden, and more. In Japan, the first Hanami festival may have started as early as the Nara period, between 710 and 794 CE. However, while these days the Hanami festivals celebrate cherry blossoms, originally they celebrated plum blossoms. Then, of course, we have cherry wood as well. In the 16th century, under King Henry VIII, cherry tree popularity grew, and in particular, Kentish cherry trees. Among the Cherokee, Delaware, Iroquois, and Ojibwe Native Americans, black cherry tree bark was used to treat coughs and colds. The Cherokee and Iroquois also used black cherry tree bark to treat diarrhea and other conditions like arthritis, allergic reactions, and gout. In ancient Chinese medicines, cherries were used for blood building, which was used for the purpose of removing extra acids from the blood and also to help stimulate the blood with problems of blood stagnation. Cherries were also used to help treat gout, again, inflammation, rheumatism, and arthritis in the Chinese medicine, as well as similar uses that we just mentioned among various Native Americans. Giving someone a cherry tree in ancient China as a gift was also said to bring good luck. Aside from treating more internal ailments, cherry pits have also been used to make pillows in Switzerland. These pillows can be warmed or cooled and used as a hot or cold compress. As we continue to study medicinal uses for cherries, we see some studies suggesting that cherries can be useful in helping to improve sleep, in helping with cardiovascular disease, inflammation, diabetes, and more. The medicinal potential of this fruit is quite bountiful. So whether we're using them for medicinal purposes, admiring their blossoms, or simply enjoying a sweet or sour treat, cherries certainly have given us many things for which we can be grateful. And for all the delicious memories, I am especially thankful. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy a wonderful day. Take care.